This is the Life Origami Podcast. Every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, we will be reading to you from our book, The Lost Guru. Uncover the mental habits that prevent you from fully inhabiting your life and accessing your intrinsic wisdom. We'll read a portion of the book. Amethyst and I will have a conversation about it, and then we'll put them out three times a week until the book's complete. Enjoy the show. So in the last session, we left you with a bit of a cliffhanger and a promise. <laughs> we said that uh, to get closer to the reality uh, about connecting with the active witness, your lost guru, that one of the things that gets in the way is the fact that what stops you is you don't know what you really want. So today we're going to read, this is going to be a little bit of a longer read because we want to uh, provide you with complete context of what we're saying here. Because this is something uh, over the decades I've said to my clients, you can get anything you want in life or business, but you first need to know what you want. Now, the title, the subtitle of this section is you don't know what you want. You think you do, and that's a big problem. So let's get into it. Now, we know you think you actually do know what you want, i.e., less stress, increased happiness, personal growth, or perhaps more success. These are not goals. They are broad generalizations, and chasing them destroys your drive and impedes making real movement towards what you really want to experience. So keep listening. You'll learn why this idea that you think you know what you want could be a bigger obstacle than you might imagine. And you might just gain an insight or two when you understand why the belief that you think you know what you want might actually be your Achilles heel. It very well could be what is preventing you from experiencing what makes your heart sing. Even though you think you are experiencing less stress, enjoying increased revenue, or have a better job, are feeling productive, you might still be feeling like there is something more for you. Why? Your goals might be so broad, like the examples above, and lacking in specifics that it is difficult to understand when you've achieved it. If you cannot easily quantify what your results are, i.e. being successful, you will not be able to adjust and adapt to create it. These broad generalizations lull you into a comfortable complacency. This happens because when your goals are so generic, you do not feel regret, any sense of accomplishment, or the creative tension which naturally arises for a need for completion. When your goals are lacking specificity, it's too easy for you to let yourself off the hook. Unfortunately, when you let yourself off the hook, you also do not experience any sense of fulfillment or achievement. As you are listening right now, you might be experiencing cognitive dissonance, a general unease and mental discomfort with what you are hearing. But that's okay, this is normal. When you are presented with new evidence that seems to contradict your beliefs 
values or ideas of how things are supposed to work, this clash can make you feel uncomfortable. This is good. Your comfort zone is really a trap. Remember, real change always lies outside your comfort zone. Perhaps you cope with numbing out with video games or keep yourself busy with friends, meetings, activities, social media, or other projects. This is because they feel familiar and comfortable. You might justify your behavior saying to yourself, well, I deserve a little me time to myself. After all, I've been busy. This rationalize your, rationalizes your overindulgence and obsessive need to keep busy and avoid reality. Know this, it is not your fault. Before you ditch this idea, this concept, and move into something more constructive, stick around, at least until we show you what could be preventing you from creating movement in your life or business. The uncomfortable truth is, if you had clarity around what you want, you wouldn't feel an awkward tension, discontent, or low-level unease. We believe you are a person with a strong work ethic, integrity, and clear sense of morality. There is no doubt that you've dedicated yourself to your profession and or helping family members, employees, or others in your community. You are proud, and rightly so, of the contribution you are making. And you might be thinking that this book or reading is not for you. After all, things aren't that bad and are actually pretty good. It would be natural to assume that there's, there's no reason to believe you couldn't just continue doing things the way you always have. Yet, there is one little thing eating away at you. On some level, you know there is more for you, much more to life than what you are currently experiencing. In fact, deep down inside of you, there is an awareness that you have capabilities, opportunities, and untapped potential that you've not fully experienced. Right now, there could be a little voice eating away at your identity and self-confidence. On some level, you feel like a bit of a pretender, an imposter. On some level, you feel like you are not enough. And even more chilling, by your own standards, you secretly wonder if you'll ever be able to fully experience what you know you are capable of truly achieving. We think this little voice, a.k.a. fear of failure or missing out, has been needling you long enough. It has been chirping away and subtly sowing seeds of doubt. Or perhaps the nastiest one of them all, you're not focused and productive enough. You can do better. Therefore, you tried to control what you could and got into action and ignored the rest. But now you've hit a wall. Your effectiveness is not what it used to be. You feel confused and stressed more than you'd like, yet... You keep pushing ahead. Despite your best efforts, you feel empty and you keep yourself busy, hoping you'll stumble onto something that might be the magic pill. There is no magic pill. You might want the quick fix, 
However, the quick fix rarely resolves ingrained habitual patterns and persistent problems. Here's the thing. You still have to choose what you want to experience more of or less of in your life. Until you get crystal clear about what you want, you are most likely wasting some of the most significant moments of your life. When this happens, your life ends up being consumed within the no man's land of doubt, ambiguity, and procrastination. No one wants that, and yet, when that happens, you could end up chasing the wrong thing at the wrong time for the wrong reason. Not only that, you end up wasting the time that could have been spent actually resolving the issue. And days turn into months, months into years, and years you can never get back unless you learn how to redeem those lost opportunities. You can redeem lost opportunities and open the door to new opportunities. All you need to do is to take the time to get clear about what you want. And we've been telling our, our clients for decades, you can get anything you want. First, you need to know what you want. Manifesting and living your dreams isn't really that difficult. However, you will have to choose. Surprisingly, choosing is one of the most difficult things, especially when we are confused, tired, or frustrated. The good news? Once you know what you want, it gets a lot easier. From that point forward, it is just a matter of learning how to invest your time, effort, energy, and resources into your wants and desires. Truly, anything is possible but first you must choose what you want. Sounds easy, right? Before you can get started, you will first need to rid yourself of a nasty thinking virus called productivity and performance hacking. Why? These so-called productivity and performance hacks could be the silent killer of your dreams. The reason productivity and performance hacking is so attractive is we crave and thirst for the easy answers. This drive for easy answers is also part of the problem. Keep listening. You're closer to an important insight than you might imagine. Author Commentary So this is uh, Greg and I talking about what we just read. Yeah, a little um, chit-chat. We got further insights. Yeah. So I wanted to talk about the part where we said you don't know what you want. If you don't know what you want, how are you going to get it? <laughs> right? So This is this is so counterintuitive, isn't it? I know. <laughs> well, I have a story to go with that. All right. Let's hear it. <laughs> I always have a story. So We got a story for that. <laughs> so if you don't know what you want how are you going to take action to actually get there so the little story i usually talk about is that airplane ride whether or not you're going to go to mazatlan or timbuktu you right. got to know 
Because yep. if you want to experience <laughs> warm weather and go swimming in the ocean, you're not going to go to Timbuktu. What you're going to do is you're <laughs> going to take a parky and you're going to go maybe take a, a trip and go look at the polar bears or something on a skidoo. <laughs> yeah, because if you go to Timbuktu, you're going to need a chainsaw to cut through the ice <laughs> and a really big pot to boil the ocean to, to warm it up. <laughs> So, you know, there you are at the airport and you want to buy a ticket, right? But you don't know where you're going. So what kind of ticket are you going to buy? You know, you can't purchase a ticket. Well, okay, you could. Like you could just sort of look at what the cheapest flight is anywhere and then pay for that. But you might end up spending time out in the middle of the prairies or a desert or something and waste your precious holiday time. So... My point is, is it's not going to, you know, it's not going to just land on your doorstep. You have to <laughs> get out and take action towards what it is you want to experience. Now, you may say, well, I'm just going to win the lottery and, you know, and it is going to fall on my doorstep. What are you talking about? Um, but what you, I'm saying is that you still have to know what brings value to your life in order for you to in, inhabit your life fully you have to know what brings meaning and significance to your life so that you can experience joy you can win the lottery but what are you going to do with it are you going to go spend it on uh, um you know candy <laughs> i mean you want to you may really like candy <laughs> And you might know a really good dentist. <laughs> I'm going to buy a candy factory. <laughs> candy factory, right. But the thing is that if you want to experience something else, let's say you want to experience travel, well, would you tie yourself to a candy factory? You know, um, it's that's an example. But right? you got a can you got a candy factory in your own, in your home. You got pots and pans and recipes, and you could make candy at home. You don't need to buy a whole candy factory. <laughs> you got a point there. <laughs> <laughs> but there's all lots of... Yes, different... you do. You need a candy factory. Everybody needs a candy factory. Well, this might be true. But you know, the, the which brings me to the, the point that I wanted to make was the fact that the personal development and the training industry has done us a massive disservice because they've trained us and conditioned us to set goals before we're clear about the re actual results that we want to experience. We don't do, we set goals, we chase things because of something we want to experience. When we buy a house, we have the experience and imagination of what that house what they what we're going to experience living in that house by the lake when you buy a new car it's very different purchasing a porsche than a toyota there's a different type of experience when you drive an all-wheel drive car versus a front-wheel drive so the point is you got to get clear <clears throat> about the biggest mistake i see people make consistently and the reason it, it, you know, over the decades, I've literally spent months with my clients talking to them to help them get clear about what they wanted, not because they're lazy people, not because they didn't have, they weren't smart. 
They just weren't clear about what they wanted to experience as a result. Because there's a lot of different, you can have a lot of different ways to get the same experience. So, for example, the, 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 it's funny that we both choose travel <clears throat> as an example. I used to say to my clients, somebody say, well, you know, one of my goals is to travel more. Mm-hmm. Oh, great. Get in your car. Go. Yeah. You know, like like I, right now, we have enough car, enough gas mm-hmm. in our car. We could we could jump in, in the car and drive to so, Calgary, and that would be technically traveling. It's an hour sure. and a half away. Yeah. And with a full tank, we could probably drive five hours. We could probably make it to Fairmont Hot Springs. Sure, we could go <clears throat> swimming and we could go for uh, dinner at that right. nice German restaurant. We could do that. And, but then if we want to go somewhere else, maybe you want further, to go to Calcutta, India. Yeah, that's a whole different very, ball game. We don't very, just jump in the car and go. Very different experience going to Calcutta and and walking through the streets in Calcutta than it is in Calgary, Alberta. Yeah, just there's saying. so much more that you have to do. First of all, you got to have a little bit of moolah to pay for the airplane ticket, the hotels, all that. You got to know a um, little bit about the culture. Maybe get your shots, you know, for traveling abroad. Um, there's so much involved. Get your shots kind of like a, got to look after your, yourself as good as your pets. <laughs> I digress. Except you don't get neutered or spayed. <laughs> Oops. Yeah, there you Inside go. Inside voice, outside voice. But, but literally, the, the biggest mistake we make is that we're not, we set goals before we're really crystal clear right. about results. But what we do is we set those general goals like we say okay in my business i want to be successful i want to make money i want to grow i want to have clients that are happy so what we do is we think we know what we need to do in order to get that so we start chasing goals and productivity but what we don't take a look at is what it is that our client wants to experience and what do we need to do so that they can experience that right and what kind of money are they willing to spend on what you have to offer? And what are you actually willing to do? So there's many things to take into account. And if we just go off um, on a tangent and start chasing goals, um, you may not get what it is you actually want to experience. So we need to be more specific. Now, my example is when I had a business, it was about 14 years ago, and this particular business um, was a children's entertainment facility, kind of like a little Disneyland with animation in it. And mm-hmm. so I had parties. Real life animation, not yeah. computer animation. Well, I had talking trees. Oh, okay, yeah. I had talking trees and stuff, but yeah, <laughs> we were all animated <laughs> in costume, and... Um, uh, so what was I going to say? Um, I, th- I started when I first opened, I started making packages of, uh, birthday parties and Christmas parties and those kind of things. And I thought I knew what my client wanted. I thought I knew, um, the kind of packages they would like me to put together. So I would start putting these packages together and there was stuff in there that they were, that was really lame to them. And they weren't interested in, and the stuff that I thought was kind of lame, they loved it. They just soaked it up. And next thing you know, I figured out 
what it is they wanted. And I ended up with different kind of clientele than what I expected. I expected, you know, I'd have all these tweens coming in with birthday parties. What I ended up having was the Edmonton Eskimo cheerleaders coming out and doing cheerleading parties. Mm -hmm. I ended up painting adults' faces for parties. I ended up having daycares coming out and doing teddy bear picnics. And I, I ended up doing all these different things because I paid attention to the feedback from my actions. So you have right. to be ready and willing to do that. But first of all, you have to get specific and know what it is that you want to experience. And then you don't waste your time and your money going off and marketing and purchasing things for these, um, in my example, parties that just aren't going to happen and are a waste of money. You know, you you got to make some money. You can't spend it all. You have to think about this. And uh, <laughs> you have to you Ooh. have to come up with a way to make the money and not spend it all on overhead. I'm just saying. Yeah, just, yeah, That's like my example. The analogy of, of, the analogy of uh, being able to, uh, you can make candy in your kitchen with the equipment you have yeah. currently as opposed to buying a whole, a whole factory. Factory, yeah, exactly. Yeah. One of the, it, that subtlety about specifics is, I think we'll explore that a little bit more. Because as you were talking, one of the things that re, that I, that reminded me is oftentimes people say to me that they they they're in the process they want to start a business, and I correct them. I say you don't want to start a business. Mm. You want to open a business. And there's a difference between starting versus opening. They get it's a funny story, so. Many years ago, decades ago, somebody was trying to help uh, help somebody out that was going to the airport, and it was minus 25 or 30 below out, so they thought they'd go out and start the car for them. Now, this person didn't have a driver's license and had never driven a car in their whole life, <laughs> but she figured because she knew how to use a key, how hard can it be? So she offered to go out and start the car so she goes out and uh she comes back in and they said did the car start oh yeah it just started just fine so then everybody's going about their business packing scrambling to get all their stuff packed to, to be able to go to the airport we all go out to the car and the car is frozen solid the fan is blowing cold air in the car and they turned and said mom what happened well, I stuck the key in and turned it on. The fan, the fan came on, so I thought the car started. <laughs> so the car what, hadn't actually started. Was there any battery left to it? <laughs> the car did start, it barely, did. <laughs> barely. But I mean, but that. Yeah. The, so there's a difference between starting versus, op actually knowing that th things are rolling, right? So there's a difference That's... between opening. The difference between opening a business and starting is that you, the vision is further out. And that's the same with getting married. You plan the wedding, right? And you're, oh, you're, yeah. It's all about the wedding, the dress, the mother-in-law, where she's going to sit in the back. And, <laughs> you know, um, yeah. the the everything involved with the, op the wedding. But planning the marriage and what it is, you know, your dream uh uh, bridge like what it is you want to experience in your marriage what's your common um uh things that you want to experience i'm not going to say goals you know so many people talk about goals common right. goals and 
they spend too much time. It's like the business. Um, you gonna start a business? Or are you gonna open the business? And how are you gonna run that business? And that's why we come up with business plans. So you need a you need a uh, I won't say business plan for a wed for a marriage, but because that sounds kind of nerdy. business ne- business, nerdy. business nerdy. <laughs> but you know, but the but this thing about you know our our goals are generally thing we see very often is people's goals are too general not specific enough and the second thing is they're not clear about what they want to experience so here's a free gift to you today it's not in the book and it's something that a little gift from the coaches to you is consider this question what do you want to experience more of or less of in your life Start there. That'll get you a lot clearer about the results you want to experience than any kind of life hack you can imagine. Sometimes that's a hard um, that's a hard one for people to sit down and figure out what they want more of or less of. And I always start with the less of. I want less of this. What less of that? Well, if you want right. less of this, what do you want more of in that that uh, category? Hmm, interesting. Right, very interesting experience, and uh, so if you've if you've got the gumption to answer that question, let us know. Reach out to us. So you can find us on on Twitter. You can find us uh, on Anchor, uh, Anchor dot com. No, I think it's Anchor dot com slash l i f e dash origami o r i g a g a m i. I just butchered that. Uh, you can find us at lifeorigami.com and uh, or you can if you want to talk to us on the phone what? feel free use your OFT your old fashioned telephone or smartphone you can call us our business number is 403-307-8281 or send us a text message let us know that you heard this <laughs> we'd love to hear from you I was going to say yeah you could dial on the phone and call us but people don't dial anymore <laughs> Touchstone. <laughs> <laughs> it's That's excruciating just a... to watch. It, uh, another little aside: Do you ever see those uh, gags where parents give kids uh, a, a dial telephone and tell them to make a phone call, and they don't know how to use the phone? Oh, it's hilarious! We've seen <laughs> it on YouTube. Eh? It's, it's anyway, funny. that's a squirrel. That's a squirrel. <laughs> Have a great day, and stay tuned. There's more to follow in the on the next show.